Hey, it's Tuesday, and I'm here, Melinda Russell, with Racing Girls Rock Podcast. I'm glad you're joining me tonight, and if you're listening to this later, that's awesome, too. We love having you listen whenever it's convenient for you, because we cover so many time zones. Everybody can't be on on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, so welcome to the show. Um, it's another cold, gray day in Michigan. I'm, I'm thinking that summer's never going to get here, but... Um, I'm pre-recording this because tonight I'm going to a baseball game at exactly the same time that I'm supposed to be on here. Uh, a young man that I know that my son-in-law trained has been uh, pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays in the minor leagues, and uh, we're real excited to get to go watch him pitch tonight in Grand Rapids. So besides racing, I have a lot of other interests, baseball being one of them. And as you all know, when you know somebody that's racing on the track or pitching in a baseball game or is the quarterback for football, the game takes on a whole nother level of uh, interest. So we're going to go there tonight bundled up in our sweatshirts and our winter coats, but I wouldn't miss it for the world. So um, excited about that. So I'm recording this on Tuesday afternoon, and I had some things I wanted to share with you so i'm just going to start and whenever when i'm done i'm done and uh hopefully that you guys enjoy some of the things that i'm going to share with you today so first of all i sometimes i'm a little remiss about mentioning the people that helped me put this together my sponsors and so um i just want to i want to tell you who they are tonight and then uh, moving forward we're going to have a little more in-depth um, information, I guess you could say, about each one of them coming up, each one a, a different week. We're going to delve into a little bit more about what they do and who they are. But tonight I'm going to tell you who they are, and next week we're going to start by giving you some other information because there's a lot of these businesses that anybody can use no matter where you live. And so um, I'm going to start with Speed Shift TV. If you haven't heard of Speed Shift TV, it's time you check them out. They um, cover lots of dirt races primarily, and they have a great little program on the internet. Um, it's not little. I shouldn't have even said that. It's huge. But um, they're one of our sponsors, and we are so excited to have them be a part of us. I encourage you to get on to SpeedShift TV and purchase one of their packages so that you can watch racing 24-7. RW Motorsports Marketing is my friend Michael Wood. He goes by Woody. And uh, he can create amazing, just crazy, amazing, awesome-looking hero cards. He takes lots of photos at racetracks here in Michigan. But um, he can also create your hero cards from wherever you live. And he does lots of other things, too, like put pictures on blankets and shirts and all kinds of stuff. So check out RW Motorsports Marketing and uh, see if he can help you with your hero cards. My friend uh, Lisa is Hallstrom Motorsports Driver Development. And uh, again, check those guys out. Crank It Up Media and Car Chicks of Chicago. I know you've heard me talk about them because Car Chicks uh, just released last week that they have put together a grudge match at Route 66 and near Joliet. I call it Joliet, Illinois. Uh, during the NHRA Nationals, there's going to be a grudge match between two gals. And Leah Oaks and Georgia Buckley, Georgina Buckley, are going to be the two gals that are going to be racing. 
Georgina's from the Chicago area. Leah is from Texas, and we're going to have her on a, on a special podcast this week, I'm hoping, so that we can learn more about Leah and her racing. Um, torqued clothing. My friend Elizabeth Bristella, Liz, is the tire specialist for JD, JTG, JDG. I always get it messed up. I'm sorry, Liz. But she's a tire specialist for the Chris Busher team for NASCAR. And I've known Liz now for a little bit over a year. She's an amazing young woman. And she has the Torqued Clothing Company, which if you're a gal and you work in the uh, shop or you work in any kind of mechanics area where you need places to put your tools down in your pants pocket or uh, whatever, plus the pants that she's designed are made for a woman's shape, not a guy's shape. So check out Torqued Clothing. It's T-O-R-Q, apostrophe D, Torqued Clothing. We are also uh, partnering with StopSoldierSuicide.org. I, as you know, have a, a special place in my heart for families that go through losing a family member by suicide. And StopSoldierSuicide.org has been partnering with some uh, NASCAR teams. And so we are helping them get the word out about their organization. Ileana Stock Car Radio, another great internet radio show. Um, check those guys out. They cover mostly, I'm going to call it Michiana, the Michigan-Indiana border area. Ileana Stock Car Radio. Angola Motorsports Speedway in Angola, Indiana is a partner with us. If you go to their races and you show your IWMA membership card, then you get $2 off your um, ticket to get into the races. I appreciate that they do that for us. Obviously, Send Out Cards is a huge sponsor here of our podcast. I use Send Out Cards to send thank yous and appreciations and pictures of just fun things. If I see that you've won a race or birthday cards, all kinds of things, I use Send Out Cards for. Kalamazoo Speedway uses it. Um, several several tracks that I know have used it in the past or are still using it. So check that out. Um, Midwest Compact Touring Series. My buddies Woody and uh, Andy Jack and Jay Long. Those guys put together an amazing front wheel drive series for um, the Midwest area, basically. But they do have um, the North Series, the South Series a bunch of them. I, I can't tell you all the where they race, but get on the Midwest Compact Touring Series and check out their schedule because if you run a front wheel drive, it's a really good series to be a part of. Kalamazoo Speedway, probably one of my number one uh, supporters of the IWMA from the very beginning, Gary and Donna Howe. Um, Kalamazoo Speedway here in Kalamazoo, Michigan, that's my home track. Creative Design Solutions uh, out of Phoenix, Arizona. They are a complete media solutions company. They will post for you to several medias on, uh, face, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, whatever you want, whatever group, excuse me, whatever group you're trying to reach. They are uh, an excellent company. They help me. They do some blog posting. Um, Brianne writes for the magazine and they're a new company, but they've really got some cool things going on. So check out Creative Design Solutions. Creative is spelled C-R-E, the number eight, 
T-I-V-E, Creative Design Solutions. And then last but not least, and, and actually my biggest supporter, Network Team Homes, EXP Realty, Gail and Steve Zintek right here out of Kalamazoo, Michigan. Not only are they top realtors here in Kalamazoo, but as part of EXP Realty, they have a team of realtors all over the country. The cool thing about EXP Realty is that it's a virtual, basically a virtual uh, broker, dealership type um, business, and they have realtors on their team all over the country. And it's a, it's a really exciting way for um, them to help other realtors that are not just here in Kalamazoo. And uh, you should check out EXP if you're interested in being a real estate agent or if you already are. Uh, Network Team Homes, Gail and Steve Zintek with EXP Realty. So those are the sponsors right for now. Would love to have a bunch more. So if you are a business and you would like to reach not only people from our podcast, but you know our digital magazine reaches anywhere from on the low end around 25,000 um, to the high end. One month we had over 60,000 views of our magazine. So that's pretty awesome. So today I have some things I just want to share with you. Um, <clears throat> you know, technology is not always my friend. Last week we had some issues with Zoom, and and today I wake up and I had 47 emails, email notices that people have joined the IWMA, and and it's it's all junk, and they're all fake, and I get so frustrated with the technology of. Um, you know, that kind of thing. There's no purpose for those people to do that other than to annoy me and my, my web guy. And it's frustrating. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting on here and I'm sharing that I'm frustrated and that, but the positive side of it is that I have an awesome web guy and I could be all irritated and it could ruin my day. But instead I'm going to send him a note and say, hey, fix this for me. Get these uh, people off of here so that the people that are really interested in joining the IWMA can get on. And I'm going to keep it positive. You know, it's so easy to get pulled down into that negative wah-wah of any little thing that happens to us during the day. And when something bad starts off your day, do you let it ruin the whole day or do you just laugh it off and say, Hey, this is only one little piece of today. I'm going to fix today. I'm going to make today a great day and keep being a positive person. So especially social media, we have to continue to be positive, not only in our daily lives, but also about racing. Racing is an amazing sport. What other sport can you walk up to the drivers and get autographs? You know, um, how, how many times can you go into the locker room of a pro football game? Well, the garage area for a NASCAR driver is the same as the, um, you know, for the football team, the locker room. So it's pretty cool. You can stand and watch at most tracks, stand and watch what's going on in the garage area with your favorite driver or whatever. There's so many pluses to the sport that we have. The tickets are not nearly as expensive as going to a Chicago Bear or Detroit Lion game or, or any of those. I, I could go on and on about the positives 
of being involved in racing. But as you know, I, uh, I read a lot of articles and I get a lot of, lot of racing magazines. And so I just uh, was going through some from some older magazines and I found this article from Late Model Racer Magazine, June 2018. And it was the editorial and his name is Craig Murto. I think it's Murto, M-U-R-T-O. So Craig, I'm gonna share your article with our listeners today a little bit, but it says, we live in an interesting world with all of our technology and connectivity and with the technological miracle of social media, we can instantly tell the world what we're thinking. We can weigh in on any issues and express our opinion. Unfortunately, that ability has turned a lot of social media forums into nothing but gripe sessions. It seems nobody has anything good to say, and all anybody does is look for the next problem to complain about. Isn't that the truth? So let's stop. Stop looking for a reason to complain. You know, my family had a little issue on Saturday night at the racetrack, and we could have all gotten on social media and bashed the track and bashed the other drivers and done all that, but none of us did that. You know, was it frustrating? Oh, yes, so very frustrating, and especially if you're a 15-year-old girl moving up the field in the race and, and the, the men that you're driving with do not like getting passed by a girl. I just, I'm just saying. So anyway, I'm going to continue. Nobody has a solution, but everybody can point fingers to the problems, and it seems like everybody is. Of course, most of the people who complain the loudest have no dogs in any of the fights they comment on, and they certainly are not in the position to do anything about any of the issues. All they do is shine a negative light on everything they see. I had a conversation with somebody over the weekend just about this. It seems like the people that yell the loudest are not a race car driver. They're not a race car owner. They don't own a track. They're not a marketing partner, especially not a marketing partner. It's people who come and sit in the stands, which we need, love the fans, got to have the fans or the racetracks are going to close. But yet they seem to take some ownership in some things that really aren't theirs to take ownership in. And we have to, we have to help quiet those people. If you see somebody that you know that's bashing your track, private message them. Say, hey, you know, this is a sport I love. Let's try to keep things positive. You know, um, if you don't like what's going on at the track, then don't come. But, you know, really, I think they do like what's going on at the track. Some people are only happy if they're complaining. So we as uh, race fans and, and people in the media and racetrack owners and and marketing partners and all of that have to take a stand and say, don't, don't bash my track. Don't bash the sport I love. Um, you know, either get on board, get on the train and ride with us or, or go somewhere else because those are not the kind of fans we need. We need good, positive, exciting fans who want to cheer when things go well and, cheer when things go bad and and stay positive and keep our sport alive so it and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kind of summarize here at the end he says but the next time you're about to give your two cents on social media about an issue and blast somebody at some track think about the casual fans what impressions are you making on them are you making the races seem inviting or making them seem like a horrible waste of time the next time controversy rears its head at your local track, keep it positive. 
If all you have are negative feelings or opinions, don't post them all over social media. If you have a positive suggestion on how to make things better without cutting others down, let's hear it. Otherwise, keep it to yourself. Let's make the sport look good. Be positive. So, Craig, I loved your article. It was in, again, it was in Late Model Racer magazine. Great little magazine about late model sports, late model racing. Love the magazine. This was in the June 2018 issue. Craig Murtos, the editor and publisher. And um, just wanted to share that with you because too much negativity it doesn't do any of us any good. So I had someone ask me over the weekend about bringing their kids into the pits or whether the local tracks allowed that. And um, they were coming to Kalamazoo Speedway on Friday night, which ended up getting rained out, but needless to say, they were still planning to come and they will come in the future. So does your track um, allow children into the pit area? I know if you're a NASCAR sanctioned track, I don't believe that's allowed, but if you're not, um, do you allow children in the pits? Do you have an age limit? They have to be a certain age. Um, do you allow dogs to come with your drivers? Some tracks do, some tracks don't. Um, so there's, there's some things that, um, you know, I had some questions about, and then I uh, found this article and it was also in the July, it was in late model racer. Again, one of my favorite magazines. And it was in the July 2016. Now, that's three years ago, but it still applies today. So he says, this is Craig again. He says, I love seeing children at the racetrack. In fact, at the racetrack is where I feel most like a child. When all my work is done, or even if I have to cover a race and I'm still working, when a field of race cars is about to get the green flag, somewhere inside me is the two-year-old my father started taking to the races. Children at the racetrack indicate another generation of gearheads, another generation in love with the thrill of motorized competition. Now, my grandson in Arizona is now six and a half, almost seven. And when he was little, he watched the NASCAR races with me from start to finish. He knew every driver. He knew their numbers. He knew their names. He did have a little trouble with Eric Almarola and Brad Kozlowski's names. But he knew who they were, and he would look at me and have me help him pronounce those names. But he was only, like, started at, like, two and a half, three, four, or five years old. He was super interested in racing. Now he's playing baseball, so he still loves racing, but uh, baseball's kind of right up there with it. But he went to the track a couple times. He went to the Phoenix um, NASCAR races a couple times. And otherwise, he just watched it on television. So, um, you know, you can get your kids started pretty young loving racing if you're passionate about it and you share that with them. As an adult, of course, this is what Craig says, as an adult, of course, the racing is the most important thing to me. But I remember as a child how much I enjoyed when the local track had a demolition derby or figure eight races. I can only imagine that school bus races and trailer races have the same hypnotizing effect on children today live entertainment with more power and punch than any TV character or video game. And don't forget child-friendly mascots. I remember Seymour the Clown at Stafford Motor Speedway, and isn't there a horse mascot at Motor Mile? Motor Mile does have a playground for children behind the grandstands. I know lots of tracks have catered, I believe, to children with um, playground area and 
you know, different things just for kids. They give away backpacks on back to school night. They have big wheel races and things. So, you know, most tracks encourage children to come. <clears throat> so does, you know, does your track encourage that? And if they're not encouraging children to be a part of their race night uh, by including them in different events or, you know, letting them go to the pits, I understand that's a little bit more, um, you know, it's on the parents, I guess, to watch out for those kids and take care of them, especially in the infield where the cars are running. And I can understand why some tracks don't allow that. Our track at Kalamazoo does. Um, there aren't a whole lot of kids in the pits, but there are a few and it's people who's, you know, the dad's racing, the mom's helping and the kids have been around a race car all their life. And so they understand more about it and, and what to stay out of the way of and that. So, um, just curious whether your track allows children in the pit area. What does your track do? to encourage children to come to the track or encourage parents to bring them. I'd be interested to know what are some events that your track does. And you can just put them in the comments here, you know, um, and let me know some of that because we're always looking for new ways to encourage the, the little kids and the youth of our generations to come to the track and be a part of it. So uh, just let me know what you do and what works and what doesn't work. I'd be interested to know about that. And then the last thing I wanted to talk to you about today was about being a good interview. So you win the race and the track announcer comes up to you and says, you know, congratulations on the race. Is there anybody you want to thank? And you go blank. You can't think of anybody. Um, you know, there's a lot to being a race car driver and being a good marketing partner with your sponsors than just having them on your car. Um, so I, I was watching a guy who has raced a long time and who has several marketing partners and it's not anybody local. So don't, don't take it personal here. Uh, I saw it on television and when they went up to him and asked him about who did he want to thank, he just had this like deer in the headlights look, which, the the gal that was interviewing him didn't really know kind of what to say and so she started the car was behind him and she started reading a little bit of the names on the car and then he it kind of got him going and uh, remembering who he needed to thank and of course especially his family and that kind of thing but do you think ahead of time if i win the race or when i win the race let's let's think that way when I win a race and they ask me, you know, who do you want to thank and who are your marketing partners? Are you going to be prepared? A lot of, a lot of drivers don't think about that, but that's a really important part of your marketing with your marketing partners. Cause if you're standing in the winner's circle and you can spout off speech of TV and network team homes, realty and soil from soil farms, and um, IWMA and SNS Auto Pros. I'm just trying to remember the ones that are on my granddaughter's car. You got to get those memorized so that when you're in that winner's circle, they roll off your tongue like you are their best friend. And honestly, if they're 
their decal and their information is on your car, they should be your best friend as far as marketing. You know, putting their decal on the side of your car is great. If you have an open trailer, it's even better because people are going to see it driving down the road. Um, otherwise, if you, if you have a closed trailer and those marketing partners are on your car, what else do you do to promote them? So McKenna, my granddaughter, what we've been doing is some Facebook lives. Um, she goes to last weekend, she and her dad went to soil farms, which is one of her marketing partners and they're doing some really fun stuff out there and cooking burgers and, and homemade fries. And so they went out there for lunch. Um, you know, we, sh we share on her Facebook, um, anything that we see on our sponsors pages, we try to share it. We try to talk about our marketing partners as much as we can. And, and that's what McKenna and our, uh, you know, I'm part of that race team and her mom and dad, that's what we do because she couldn't race without those people. And I think probably all of you probably have the same feeling about those partners, but you don't know what to do or how to um, promote them besides having them on your car at the track. So, you know, what have you talked to them about? What would they like to see you do to promote them? What, what um, social media platform do they use? So let's say they're on Facebook. Okay, great. So you follow them on Facebook and you share their events or whatever their specials are or whatever they're doing. But if they're not on Instagram and you are, then you need to be sharing all that to Instagram or to Twitter or some media where they're not on because that's going to reach a whole nother group of people. So be ready when they interview you in, in the winner's circle with their names and maybe their location, what they do just a little, you know, they call it the elevator speech, just a little elevator speech. Oh, you know, my, one of my marketing partners is soil farms in Galesburg. They have great produce and food and flowers and you should check it out they do hard ciders and homemade donuts it's one of my favorite places to go that would be a great little little promotion for that business so think about who's on your car and what can you do to make their uh, partnership with you more valuable they need some kind of value back from you the more you do now while you're racing, the better, because that's why they're on the car and they're reaching all those people that see you at the racetracks where you are. And then when you go back to them in the fall or the winter or the spring and you want them to be a part of it again, you can say, oh, you know, we, we shared this, we did Facebook lives, we did all these things to help promote your business. And it's, it looks a lot better than if you only had them as a decal on your car. So think about what you can do to be a marketer. You know, besides being a race car driver, you are a marketer. You're marketing those partners that are on that car. So, um, and especially if you're in the winner circle, know who your, your marketing partners are, get the name right. Don't forget anybody. 
And, you know, if you have to turn around and look at the car, that's better than not saying anything at all. But it would be even better if you knew off the top of your head who your partners were. So a little bit of advice. Um, you know, I watch a lot of racing on TV, in person. I read a lot about racing. I'm a racing junkie. And I see and I can, when I see what doesn't look good to the public, or if I see somebody that's like, ooh, they should have done this or that, then I try to share it with you guys because I want you to be the best you can be, not just driving your car, but the best team that everybody wants to be a part of. And, and that's a lot of fun if you can be that team. So um, be a good interview. If you, if you want to know more about how to do any of that, all you got to do is reach out to me. I'm happy to talk to you about how to be a good interview and what you need to do or how do you promote your marketing partners. Um, you know, that's right up my alley. That's, those are the things I love to do. So um, make sure that you reach out to me. I'm happy to help anybody anytime if I can. So um, again, it's Tuesday, May 21st. Um, racing's in full swing if the weather would just cooperate. So hopefully you're doing well at your track. If you ever want to post pictures of your race car, you gals, um, I try to just put ladies on our, on our page, guys, because um, it helps just to give those ladies a little bit of, um, you know, we like to celebrate and connect women in motorsports. That's kind of our tagline. So ladies, if you raced and you have a feature win or if you had a wreck or whatever you did, it doesn't matter. We don't celebrate just people that are in the victory lane. We celebrate all women in motorsports and not just drivers. Um, you know, if something cool happened at the racetrack and you're a woman involved in motorsports, get on my Facebook page and tell us the story. International Women's Motorsports Association is the Facebook page. We love to share our stories about uh, what, things that happened at the track or funny things that happened or pictures. You know, we love showing your pictures of, of your race car, of your race team, your kids at the track, whatever it might be. So don't be shy. Get on there and post those pictures. And, um, and then we'll share them with everybody that we can because we love showing what women are doing in motorsports. I'm going to let you go now. I've got some other things to do today. And I'm going to go get my winter clothes out so that I can go to the baseball game tonight. And um, praying for good weather for the rest of the week because I know a lot of us are, are uh, tired of the cold weather and ready for some good racing weather. So um, you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.